0: Hey, this is James H. Carr II from the Creepy Kingdom podcast and the director of the Foolish Mortals documentary. And when I'm not making
1: documentaries and creeping around my podcast, I'm listening to the Mickey Dudes podcast.
2: And now, from the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey
1: Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski.
2: Hello, humans!
1: Hello, humans, and welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I am your host, Pat Chinetti. Tonight, Hobo Joe slash Dave Koch, my co-host, has been locked out of his apartment. No shoes. No shirt. He has lots of problems. Actually, no, I think he has a shirt on, but it just sounded better. Um, Yeah, he's locked out of his apartment right now. He can't join us this evening. So, it's just kind of a fun thing. He's sitting on his stoop in New York, getting eaten by mosquitoes. Poor Dave. Poor, poor Dave. But I have two amazing rotating Mickey Dude commentators. First, Chuck Fitzgerald.
0: Besides, they're tourists. What do they know?
1: And from all the way across the pond, Stephen Maxwell. I'm surrounded by idiots. Yeah, tonight you're not surrounded by that many. It's just a few of us tonight. So, but that's okay. We'll still have some fun. All right, guys, uh, slap shot. Dave has no idea we're doing a slap shot, but neither did guess what? (laughs) Slap shot. Gentlemen, I got, a, I got a question for you. Chuck, I'm going to start with you. If you were to build a perfect pavilion, I'm not saying um, what country it's going to be, but a pavilion in World Showcase, what are three things you must have in it?
0: So, you're going to need a, a fantastic restaurant. I'm not talking um, that crappy one that they opened up in Morocco that no one goes to. So, you, you need a very good restaurant, you need a boat ride. And you need some cultural representation. Um, the the country of Frozen doesn't exist, so whatever cultural representation that they're using there, I mean, yeah, it's got uh, it's got one of the two thing or three things. It's got a boat ride, um, but th- those are the three things that you need. All
1: right, Stephen.
2: Yeah, the restaurant. That's, that's a big one. That's a big one that you're gonna get folk going to, you know, and and actually. Traveling to your land. A boat ride? Yeah, everybody likes a boat ride, but...
0: I don't know. What's wrong with a boat ride? Why
2: don't you not want a boat ride? It's not the fact I don't want a boat ride. It's just that there seems to be so many.
0: And what's wrong with that?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Boat rides, baby! And as Chuck was saying, cultural references, there's not any point in having a, a land there that's not going to represent what country it's, it's it representing. A shop, you know, I mean, if you look at China and Japan, obviously big shops here, you know, big sellers, uh, especially with China, you know, uh, I just think that you've got to have the three things, the ride, the restaurant, and the shops. That would draw folk in uh,
1: and spend their money because that's what Disney wants after all. Very very good. All right, that that question, uh, hey Doug Davis from WDW Main Street, him and I got went on it back and forth from one of their recent episodes about their pavilions and they rank them and all that kind of stuff. And I said the American Adventure is awful. I honestly truly think it's an awful pavilion. I don't think it's awful because it's our country. I love our country, obviously. But at the same point in time, the restaurant's terrible. Okay? The attractions okay. What else does it have? And crickets, exactly. I, I got to be honest,
0: it, I wasn't listening. What was the, the pavilion? <laughs> <laughs>
1: see, the band see, that's what right. happens. <laughs> you know, no.
2: you get the barns well, outside, and obviously they're playing there. Right, and you, what, wait, but that's what pavilion? But during the
1: festivals, the American Adventure.
0: Okay, so I will say the American Adventure has gone down since they got rid of the Fife and Drum Corps.
1: I um, would give you that, yes. If they had still had the Fife and Drum, that would be a little bit better. You're absolutely right.
0: But, and let us not forget this, it does have the best Joffrey's kiosk in Epcot.
1: Yes, and I will also give you that. And but if you're looking at the pavilion, what you just said, you guys had no idea I was asking you this question. Shops really non-existent. Okay, restaurant awful. Okay, the attraction I want to I want an attraction that I could it could be repeatable.
0: That is repeatable. I love that attraction. I could listen. Okay. All right. So behind the velvet ropes here, a little inside baseball. We're recording this on July third. I could listen to that any time of the year and feel patriotic AF which okay, apparently there's and- <laughs> a good AF
1: pick. well I don't done know, the kids nowadays <laughs> but here's the thing i i agree with what you're saying but i think that's what disney counts on i think disney counts on the fact that we're going to look at it through patriotic glasses and they just don't do anything with it
0: but that's what it's supposed to do i mean look at all those yeah. attractions they're designed to showcase the culture you have the o canada pavilion with the only famous canadian other than apparently myself <laughs> uh, martin short <laughs> you have Um, Impressions de France, so you have food and you have a movie. You have Reflections of China, so you have a movie and food. I mean, what else is there? And, And even if you go back to the Mexico Pavilion from when it actually started, that boat ride was a boat ride through a movie.
1: Right. I, okay, that's that's fine. I still think Mexico, the Mexican pavilion blows it away. It's got three to five places, depending on which way you want to say it, to eat. It's got great shops. It's got great ambiance. It's got probably the best pavilion theming out of everybody. And, you know, it does have a ride. All right, maybe, maybe it's, you know, maybe that's just me and I'd rather have a ride in it. You know, rumor has it. Hint, hint. That's what we're gonna be talking about tonight. Rumor has it Ratatouille's coming to France. That's gonna vault France way up there as well. So you know, I really, really think that the American Adventure needs an overhaul completely. That's just me though.
2: I don't know, because
1: you're looking at it through American eyes.
2: You know, obviously coming across for the UK, I'm seeing it through a totally different aspect. You know, where you you actually go in and you you see the the show, and you actually learn about America is, yeah, we learn about America, sort the, the, the new America. We don't actually see the, the history of it in the UK because we're not that bothered with it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: because we but, left. It
2: yeah, does actually show you how America was born and how it actually progressed. So I think it's great. And as Chuck was saying, you have to have the the nuances for each of the different countries. You know, there's each. This is why the or the, the governments are all putting their money into, you know, Epcot, and want to try and you know generate either tourism or
1: recognition of that country. I don't know. I you I, know I I should have stopped when I when you or right after you guys said the three things that it needed. <laughs> yeah,
0: you shouldn't have started this argument because I think you, I think you're wrong. I mean, I, I wouldn't say a complete overhaul. Get rid of you know the food.
1: Okay, um, yeah, the food's awful, but here's the thing. Are you going to put it in your top five pavilions if you really look at it objectively? Well,
0: what are we looking at it on the, on the basis of? It, Total pavilion? That
1: was, that was the original question. That was the slap shot. What's your perfect pavilion? What does it need? You said shops. You said a great restaurant, okay? You said a boat ride. So right there, America has none of those.
0: No, but it does have the quintessential Epcot. I mean, it's Epcot was designed as a park. To teach you about the cultures when it comes to World Showcase. Correct. A- and you know what? Sitting here in 2017, we've obviously gotten away from that. That's not the goal anymore. Um, what are we, 35 years away from its inception? Almost? It'll be October yeah. 1st, right? that That's, you know, a pipe dream at this point. That We're, we're trying to live in, the, in history of cultural representation. And I think that's really one of the only few pavilions that doesn't have a gimmick.
1: Okay, I, I could I could at least see that, but could they at least give us something that's a little bit more attractive? So why don't you know? they
0: give us the Fife and Drum Corps back? Why don't they give us that? I mean, I would take that over anything. So let's take it outside of the American Adventure Pavilion and let's expand upon it into the actual pavilion itself. You don't need just the uh, the American Adventure itself. You can have the American culture outside. And I don't mean today's American culture where everything is different and everything is offensive. <laughs> I mean the America that was. The 1776 America where we as a country came together to kick those um, British yeah, people yeah. who are <laughs> very <laughs> nice. United <laughs> Kingdom. We, yeah, yeah. We love the there we loved the, joy, yeah, yeah, the United that's... Kingdom. <laughs> Back-to-back World War champs.
1: all right so if I then then if I did a second slap shot to you rank me your top five pavilions I'll go I'll let you think Mexico yeah United Kingdom Germany France Japan all better hands down than the American Adventure as it stands right now if you look at it objectively as of the things you just said, what you want a perfect pavilion to be—great yeah, restaurant, shops, uh, attraction—you so on and so forth—I'm just saying it's not a top five pavilion, and I think that's sad. I, well, why does the United Kingdom come better than that? Because what does the United Kingdom give you?
0: Beer, the fish be and chips, the ruins, It's got
1: it's got a much better it's got a much better restaurant, obviously. Okay. It's got different shops. It's got the tea place. It also has um, the gardens in the back. It's got, it's got the maze. It has, it has the British Revolution. It, it has all this different stuff that you could actually do. Yeah, but in I, the American, can
2: get, I can get British food here anytime well, I that's want. That's you. Of so course, that's the I exact know, same argument that Pat was making about American the uh,
0: the pavilion. That's the exact same argument. He's like, oh well, we see this all the time. And yeah. your rebuttal to that, Stephen, was, well, it's new to me. That's different uh-huh. to us. We don't get that U.K. food all the time, which, exactly. granted, granted, is just fish and french fries, Pat. So it's <laughs> french, upon your chips,
2: boundaries. you mean?
0: Chips? No oh, french bang, fries? Ba- I,
1: but Bangers and mash, I heard, is really, really good. Fish and freedom out. fries.
2: <laughs> but that's. A, well, uh, but the question was about the American pavilion. It wasn't about the U.K. pavilion.
0: Right.
1: But again, again, go back. Top five pavilions. Chuck, give me your top five pavilions.
0: Are we including um, any festivals? However, you,
1: however, no, don't do the festivals. Just do the pavilions on it as is. So, however, you want to do it.
0: I would say Germany. Um, decent restaurant, good snacks, good shopping. Lot, lots of lots of stuff going on in Germany. Plus, they have that little train thing. Um, Mexico for much longer. Well, well, yeah, we'll get there. Mexico, I, I would say, is uh, probably number two, but that's due to the food. Um. The boat ride? Yeah, it has. Well, it does have the boat ride, but. And then I think you just kind of run into a hodgepodge. I'd actually put the refreshment port um, probably number three.
1: (laughs) If you're putting a refreshment port before the American Adventure, guess what? That says it all right well, there. Well,
0: there's nothing more American than a deep-fried croissant covered in powdered uh, cinnamon. Covered in oh, fish,
2: right? Oh, <laughs> they, they have
0: a, a Bloody Mary there with chicken nuggets in it. That says USA, <laughs> if anything. USA!
1: USA! Oh, that's crazy. Steven, give me your top five, or at least try but Get past the refreshment port at least.
2: Yeah, I mean, you've got to go with Mexico. I mean, Mexico, as you say, has got a boat ride in it. But the ambience, just walking into the pavilion. Oh, Italy! Sorry. And just seeing the wee marketplace in the dark, you're totally taking away from everywhere else. You see the sort the, of the, the pyramid st- statue thing at the back. You see the the lightning going. And the restaurant's really nice. I've been there uh, and eating food in there. Germany's probably nice as well, as you say, uh, it's got a nice sort of walk around. But you've got China and Japan, you've got the pagodas and you've got the the shopping in China. I mean, The, the, the whole thing about China is to try and bring more folk over to, to like Hong Kong Disney and Shanghai Disney, you know, to, to do that and bring all all that sort of side of the shopping over. But, out of that... You're talking, you're talking three that are relatively good.
0: Uh, uh, well, I'd give Italy relatively good. It doesn't have a ride, but it ha- it has the atmosphere. It, it, it has all that. Plus, it has some fantastic food.
2: You get Canada as well. I mean, if you look at the, the actual surroundings of Canada. Okay, but, goes, but then you, have the, movie, you have the movie, you
0: have the Canada movie, which hasn't been updated since 1970.
2: Not, not talking about it, the... the the actual movie, but if you actually look at Canada from the outset, when you come into World Showcase, it's fantastic, the view you get, it does look like a Canada showpiece, and obviously you get La Cellier as well, you know, which obviously is tracks away from the
1: not You
0: can't include Le Cellier in that, because it's, at this point in time, it's overpriced trash, and if you're going to go on the atmosphere, you got to look at the American Adventure Pavilion, it looks just like um, Independence Hall, in Philadelphia, I mean, it's it's a specific place. It's not a well. It looks Canada. If it wanted to look Canada, there there'd be people riding around on polar bears. In Canada. In Canada, <laughs> what? yeah. That, that's the Canadian <laughs> mode of transportation.
1: To to all our Canadian friends out there, that would be any messages you have. That would be at Chuck in the chat on at Twitter. Dave Koch. <laughs> all right all right all right. so but here's the thing i i i prove my point because just the three of us it's not and, and chuck i i i see that you you tried to defend our country as as gallantly as you as you could but at the same point in time you, you know you named four four things before you got there my only point is it's not a top notch now i had it when i ranked my top 11 i had a 10th so you know and i think i i, I probably rated it harshly i get that but at the same point in time, I would much rather go to almost every other pavilion than that one. And that's just me. But let's get on to tonight's show because we could ramble on about this stuff for hours upon hours because we're already, you know, 10, 12, 15 minutes in. 15, 15 <laughs> minutes in. And that was the longest slap shot in history. So, you know, tonight we're gonna talk about rumors and rumors that have been swirling around Walt Disney World. And what's coming out now? The problem is, like like Chuck said, we're recording this on July fourth. First, we're hoping 3rd? that this show
0: comes July third.
1: July third, whatever. Uh, oh yes, first one day before. That's that was where my brain was. The day before July fourth. That's where the one came in. My brain's really really weird, Chuck. So anyway, um, so we're hoping this show goes out before the D twenty three convention. So all these rumors were actually probably be already talked about there and will be squashed and confirmed. So we'll make some predictions and see what we think is coming. And then if this show comes out before D23, that's great. If it comes out afterwards, we'll see if we were right or wrong. So it's really simple. But the reason why I thought of the slap shot one is because Doug and I had that, uh, spirited conversation about where the American adventure belongs. But two, Rumor has it, new pavilions coming in, new countries coming in, possibly Brazil. What do we think about that, Stephen?
2: I think the amount of tourism that Brazil brings to Florida, and especially the Orlando area, you'd be a no-brainer. The problem being is that there's enough Brazilians here just now, running about with their T-shirts and their flags, that to have any more, you might actually just turning the whole place into Brazil because you would not be able to move. The only good thing about that is if you put a good enough ride, good enough restaurant, good enough shops, boat ride or not, they might just stay there and it might give everybody (laughs) else a wee bit of room to actually move about the place and actually be able to enjoy Epcot. Do you mean the
0: pavilion or do you mean the actual country? (laughs) (laughs) Just
2: the land. (laughs) Just stick stick it somewhere. Uh, I believe they were talking about sticking it in between... uh, In fact, what Chuck was saying earlier on, next to Germany with the wee uh, train ride,
1: it's
2: not a big big area. You know, it's definitely not a big area, especially for such a big land as as Brazil. But I think the food, I mean, the Brazilian food, I mean, the the amount of restaurants over here in the UK that have actually started the Brazilian food and steakhouses and stuff like that is it's really really good so it would add another element to Epcot
1: and I think it'd be really good yeah I think I think a Brazilian steakhouse would be phenomenal I'm hungry well
0: I think that the Brazilian concept would be based a lot on food I mean the background music's super easy just get people chanting for hours and hours (laughs) on end Um, at inopportune times too (laughs) Um, but I I can foresee a couple of problems with the Brazilian, um, pavilion. Uh, I have some people that I know that have gone to Brazil and and even in their biggest cities, it's not exactly the safest place so much so that you don't stop at red lights after dark. Like it's actually illegal to do so, um, which, you know, would make, make a great ride. Uh, just gun it. <laughs> gun it with bullets flying over your head. Uh, it just be non-stop. Yeah. You wouldn't really be able to offer
1: it.
0: <laughs> you got to jump Once off. Once it
1: turns dark. Sorry, guys, you can't get off. My bad. <laughs> you can't stop the ride. Um, but I,
0: I, think, I think any expansion within Epcot is a good idea. It needs it. It needs a lot of TLC right now. And I'm excited at the as- or the prospect of the food. Um, and and even potentially the shopping because it's a very culturally unique area. Um, there's nothing in world showcase like it right now. So I I think that would be good. I just, I'm kind of scared what would happen if there were more Brazilians in that park.
1: (laughs) All right. So if it's not Brazil, then Chuck, what would you, what country would you like to see represented?
0: I don't know. I mean... So when you hear Brazil what do you think uh, off the top of your head
1: Off the top of my head um not steakhouses
0: because we just talked about that
1: <laughs> Uh you know you're going you're going right to you know you're going to Sao Paulo and you're going to the coastal areas and you're going to the beautiful beaches and you're you know and your your the religious aspect is going to play a big part and, in and Brazil And that's
0: where I think the issue is that that last yeah. one right there religion is huge in Brazil I mean Yep. Anyone who watched the the Olympics last year saw that that huge statue of Christ the Redeemer, beautiful statue, um, in Rio, I believe, and I don't see Disney jumping into that at all. Um,
2: but how did, could you make a Brazilian pavilion without reference to that? I mean, exactly, it's a perspective. You know, the force perspective. You would have to have Sugarloaf Mountain there. You'd have to have Christ the Redeemer. In the background, so you can actually see it to make sure that you knew it was Mexico. It's in Mexico, Brazil, Brazil. <laughs> because it, <laughs> Mexico in the brain here. Uh, but otherwise, it would just be another generic land. You know, what, other, so, what, other, what else would you actually put in that would be so iconic?
0: That and that's where, I'm, that's where my uh, hang up is. Because is Disney going to want to jump feet first into that argument?
1: Uh, you know the the funny thing is, or I, I I didn't even think about like once you said you know what do you think about and then that's what I thought about right away. I thought about the statue of the Christ Redeemer and and the idea that what else would you you know again I'm not I'm not going to say I'm a massive statue of Pele? in you know a couple of shanty you know. towns in the background yeah yeah. <laughs> And a gigantic soccer ball. You know, I I, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I I don't, I don't know, you know, I, 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 know some of my students come from Brazil and they're great people. Like I never, you know, I don't run into the, the groups of, uh, of students and people from Brazil. So like the chanting and all that, I have actually never really encountered. I've encountered my students from Brazil. They're fantastic. The food is phenomenal. They're very warm. They're very kind. Um, you know, so, you know, that's what I would say. And then what I've seen on TV you know you don't want you know the the ocean and the waterways full of garbage you can't really have that in epcot so you know i I, you know i don't really know i don't know what they would do for it obviously they're imagineers and they're a lot smarter and a lot better they're they're better at thinking than we are with this kind of stuff so it's interesting to see where they would go with it if you Mm -hmm. look at the carnivals as well i mean that's a big thing they could have They could actually have that as a Time out, time You're out. out. I, 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 time time, time out. out, time out. Stop
0: it, it The issue that Pat's having is you said carnival, stop. not carnival.
1: No, that's I heard cannibal. <laughs> what? I heard cannibal. <laughs> I'm, I'm stick like, stick wait a minute. The Brazilians are eating each other. I'm like, oh my God, stop it. Okay, okay. I, nope. sorry, Steven. Maybe that's why this thing just Carnival. Hey, you could go with that, though. You can go with carnival and, you know, have – uh, you know, maybe bring a parade back or a small—that you know—at least you got mm. some entertainment. But uh, you know, I don't know.
0: So the issue with that is, what's the parade going to be from the back of the pavilion to the front of the pavilion? Yeah, exa- to the yeah you're the right. Pavilion? Yeah.
1: So, yeah, I don't know. Um,
0: I I don't want to derail the recording here, but uh, it appears that Hobo Joe has regained entry to his apartment as he just signed on to Skype.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> I just I just. <laughs> <laughs> letting you, letting you all in on our little secrets. We're gonna see if we can get Dave to actually come on to this episode. Um, he just logged in, but we'll see if we can get Dave in. That'd be awesome. But anyway, all right, let's move on. Other rumors that we have so far that are coming out: Epcot. All right, we w- rumors abound again about the idea that they are just gonna overhaul a lot of things. There's gonna be a lot of changes to it. Um, you know, one we we're just talking about the idea of a new country, a new pavilion. Um, another one of them is something that I think is pretty certain from what I've heard is the Ratatouille ride in France, um, coming over from Disneyland Paris. Stephen, you have been to Disneyland Paris, correct? I have been, yeah, not recently for the, the Ratatouille ride, right
2: enough. But uh, as you say, I, th- I think they've filed the you know, the patents, but they're sort of planning permission for that for and the pat. Well, it's been on line that they've done that whether it's a
1: true thing or not that's what we're going to discuss sorry dave just said his skype thing was going haywire um the I one of the things with the ratatouille right if anybody's seen the aerial views of it and they've seen the actual um permits filed it looks like it's going to be a massive building it is going to take up a lot of area so if you're filing permits for something that big, it's gotta be that ride. I don't see anything else. I you know I know um, the Ratatouille restaurant is very popular. You know it, it kind of just seems like a slam dunk. Breathe some life into it. Get another attraction in there. Get another IP in there, and I think you know it actually make a lot of people happy. I I am telling you this right now. Five years from now, kind of going with what Chuck was saying before. This whole thing about learning and stuff from Epcot, Epcot's going to be another, just just another amusement park, and it's going to have, I think, so many IPs in it, it's going to be ridiculous, but we shall see. Alright, um, another rumor that is on the boards and is on different places that you know we have seen, especially when it comes to, we'll stick with Epcot just for a little bit, um, Guardians of the Galaxy. With um, the whole Ellen ride and Universal Energy and all that, Chuck, do we think that Guardians of the Galaxy is finally coming to Epcot?
0: Um, I hate to say it because I don't want Future World to turn into Marvel Land, but yeah, um, that's the only Marvel thing that Disney has the rights on. This side of the Mississippi, Disney needs to cash in on that. Why do you think the franchise was rebooted all after however long um, it was since it was created a couple years ago? I I mean, Disney needs to cash in on this um, niche market. They're getting absolutely decimated by Universal when it comes to that. I I know we just opened up uh, Avatar Land, but Harry Potter World kills it um all the marvel stuff that disney owns the rights to now mind you disney owns marvel at this point but universal (laughs) is still making money hand over fist because they have the marvel stuff in the theme parks so if disney's gonna tug at that string even just a little bit they need to bring guardians of the galaxy over to epcot
1: yeah i agree and at some point in time you know they're going to work it out where whether it be an al michaels trade or something along those lines um they're going to get the rights to Marvel to be able to use them at some point in time. The contract's no, no not. No chance. No chance. The, con- the contract's not never ending. It's not an infinite it, contract. It's, it
0: says in perpetuity.
1: There, there's nothing in in perpetuity. It's called money, and money will sooner or later win out. Oh, okay, just, but
0: all right. So let's look at this a little bit differently then. Are you, as Disney, going to give your biggest competitor when it comes to not just theme park? But entertainment as a whole, when it comes to, you know, Comcast Universal, are you just going to fork over, hey, here, have all this money from us? That, that that doesn't seem to make business sense to me.
1: All right. Well, uh, all right, I'll get, that is actually a valid point. I'll, I'll give you that. That is actually a very good point. But here's the thing. Is Universal, can they change the rides yes. and update them?
0: Yeah, yes. they can change them okay. because they're literally just paint schemes.
1: Okay, but can they add anything to them? Could they? Could they all of a sudden put in, you know, uh, a you know, what? Give me something from Marvel. I'm never new Universal. Give me something that's over there in Marvel. Uh, Spider Man, the Hulk. Okay, can they just put in a brand new Spider Man roller coaster if they wanted to? Because it's not no, there think, right now.
2: I think it is only what they've got just now. They can't change it, but
0: they can re- just refurbish it.
2: But they can't make doing up the Hulk. You know, and they're not going to do that if they're just going to throw things away.
1: Yeah. maybe may, may, You know, the, maybe the bigger I,
2: Marvel actually gets, the more money that Universal will, will get, because you can't go to Disney and ride the Hulk, or go and see Spider-Man. You know, any of these sort of... Doctor Doom is fearful, maybe a, a lesser sort of ride. But mm. you can't do these things. You, you can't go and see these characters... Universal's playing on this, and they're making an absolute fortune. Yes, Disney mm-hmm. are getting their cut. There is no doubt about that. But Universal are, are dragging folk in, and especially the fact they've got Harry Potter as well. It's a one-stop shop for folk that really want that sort
1: of genre. Yep. And yeah, you know, and that that does make sense with all the Universal Universal uh new commercials that have come out lately. You know the whole idea that you know they're they are they're marketing it to a different crowd entirely, and their numbers are showing it. Their numbers are going up. So you know Disney's got to figure out a way to kind of curb that a little bit. All right, on to another rumor: uh, Journey into the Imagination. No, what? Figment's Journey into that, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Dave's not on. Sorry, Figment's reality, but I think your 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 days are numbered. I Mr. Hope Figment. Not. Well, All right.
0: let me, let ahead, me rephrase Jeff. that. I have quite a bit of nostalgia for original Figment. Um, that weird journey into your imagination. Uh, we don't talk about that. Um, <laughs> this iteration of Figment isn't the worst, but I think he has a place in Epcot. I don't know that he's being properly utilized as it stands right now.
1: Right, I I don't I don't see how Figment's just not the I, I Figment's the unofficial mascot of Epcot and and he has his place especially during the festivals. But to be honest with you, I think they should market him a little bit more as that. You know, if they rumor has it, it may become Figment and stuff to do with Inside Out. Another you know use of another of well, their. Well, he IP's. was
0: in Inside Out.
1: Right. He was, he had the little Easter egg. And, you know, I think, I really think that in order to maybe get the younger kids involved, because if you're a younger kid right now, do you really know who Figment's, Figment is? You know, and that, and, and I think that's the thing. I think they really, they got, they got to update it or they have to just push Figment a lot harder in different ways besides just the unofficial mascot, just besides during the festivals, you know, and maybe get the kids involved. Alright, Stephen, what do you think about Figment, do you, you know, from what you sounded like before, it didn't seem like <laughs> it really bothered you all that much? It didn't really bother me that much, I mean, I, I remember Dream Fighter with
2: Figment, you know, when it was in the early, early stages, and then obviously they went into Eric Idle, sort of transforming into, but it's, it's a character that folk like, kids love Figment the amount of cat and the amount of uh, sort of plushies and you know, dolls that they actually sell, is hand over fist, but they don't market it as much as they should. You know they could they could drive poke into that that pavilion, but it's not the biggest queue. You know it's not the biggest ride that they've got, but I think putting inside out there would evolutionize uh, that side of the park, because I think kids love it, and you'll get like four or five characters that they would and you would see every single kid running about with a plush toy if they put Inside Out into it.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely agree. Our our last Epcot uh, rumor and I, th- I think I think it's a done deal. It's just me, though. Illuminations. Are its days numbered? Yeah. Gotcha. It's way go far too long. You know, I mean,
2: how long has it gone? 17 years? 18 years?
1: Yeah, in that, been in that vicinity.
2: Yeah. You know, so it has been good. And it's what I've said before in the podcast, that the amount of folk that actually go to Epcot that are new and seen this for the first time, they don't have to change things every two or three years, because it's a constant turnover, the amount of, the fireworks are really good, you know, but the middle bit of illuminations sort of loses everyone a wee bit, you know, it's a wee bit slow, this is a wee bit sort of, oh, it's nice fireworks, but there's no much to it, they need something that could actually be full on, you know, just fireworks, fireworks, all the time and actually update the ride and the, um, there's not to the end to do that they could actually keep the ball you know, could keep the ball and actually use that as something else, or bring another sort of stage in, or uh, video complex, you know, and do that as well and do the drones you know, what they're doing in, in Avatar, you know, bring that in because there's less chance of a drone falling in your head if it's in the middle of the ocean
1: <laughs> <laughs> very true, Chuck, go ahead
0: um do I think it's days are numbered absolutely especially with Siemens pulling out of the uh sponsorship for Epcot um it's they don't have creative control anymore I mean if Siemens didn't want to put any money into it and they were still sponsoring it hey it's staying where it is um but now that Disney's back in creative control over that Nighttime show. And like Stephen said, it's been around for 17 years, 18 years, whatever it is. Um, Its days are numbered. But I do disagree with Stephen on the aspect of it needs to be fireworks all the time. I think what sets each nighttime show apart is the fact that only one park has fireworks all the time. And I'm using air quotes there. Um, Only Magic Kingdom has ever really played to that. Hollywood Studios has um, Fantasmic, which isn't fireworks all the time. Hollywood Studios also has the Star Wars, which I guess is a little bit more along the lines of fireworks all the time, but not exactly, because it's not just fireworks. I think what made Illuminations and what makes Illuminations great is the fact that it's not fireworks all the time, is the fact that the music is synced up so perfectly to the fireworks and if we got anything that wasn't to that same caliber i think it would be a huge disservice to the disney fans disney community the park goers of disney to show well we're just going to put on the fourth of july fireworks that you can get at your hometown as opposed to setting themselves apart like they currently
1: do Yeah, I you know I definitely I I also think there its days are numbered and and I'm okay with that I'm okay with change and I think if happily ever after showed us anything or has shown us anything the idea that wishes and it being replaced and people are like oh we're gonna lose wishes I can't believe it we can't lose wishes yada 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 the the vast majority of people that I have talked to that have seen it. They love Happily Ever After. You know, some will say, and actually most people that I've heard or talked to have said they like it more. And it may go along with what Steven says with more fireworks. But I think it also goes along with what Chuck's saying because it actually has the music. It actually has everything synced up perfectly. And I think it's a new show. I have no doubt that once Illuminations is replaced, that whatever comes in its place will be as phenomenal. But I'll tell you this, if they don't have good music... They're going to get buried because that's the one thing everybody loves about Illuminations. So let's hope that happens. All right. Before we get over to the Magic Kingdom or we talk about other rumors, let's just take a little break and get a word from our sponsors. And tonight I am drinking the Yachtsman, the Yachtsman coffee from Joffrey's. And Chuck was so excited about that. Um, Guys, you want a good coffee. You want to impress your guests at home serve them the yachtsman it's perfect it's like the steaks at the yachtsman it is dark it is full of flavor get some today at joffreys.com also if you're in the market for dvc go to the resale market do what i didn't do save thousands of dollars head over to dvc market.com look at the latest listings see what's available have any questions Get somebody, Nick or his, anybody on his team will help you immediately. They will treat you like family. They're part of ours. Let them be part of yours. DVCResaleMarket.com Now, on to the other rumors. Steven, I don't know. There's this, I, I don't really know what it is. Uh, tra- train? Trot? Train? Tra- tra- Tron, Tron, yeah, that's I've never. No one heard knows of this. what it is.
0: No one's ever yeah, seen. Yeah, I don't.
1: What is this? I, this Tron something? It's like a coaster or something that might be coming to Magic Kingdom. What, what do you think about this? You might know something about it. This
2: will be one of the biggest rides that Disney has ever had. I mean, it, obviously it's over in Shanghai just now with the Tron coaster, and it just looks amazing. It travels through the whole park, and it's just lit up, and you're traveling along at speed and there's just lights everywhere and it's speed, it's Tron and it's going to reboot into Tron 3 and I'm so excited about it and it's going to take over uh, uh, Tomorrowland Speedway uh, which has been desperate for a makeover for years I mean I said in one of the other podcasts it's one of the, the best things to do with your kids especially young kids if they're driving you know their first experience of driving will be probably in tomorrow at Speedway. stick them in a trunk coaster and they'll know what (laughs) travelling at speed will be it'll be so good and I'm desperate to go in this you know watching the videos at Shanghai watching you know it's the fact that they've actually got this before the American parts have you know and I know it's because obviously they like throwing more than America or anybody as Chuck would say but it just looks amazing and is probably one of the best roller coasters of that type
1: that you would get in the world Alright I'm going to say this now we, we're on show the show is going to be in the 80s or something along those lines when it finally comes out that moment right there Those of you, obviously, you can't see what we see. You know, we have our Skype up and we could see, you know, our video. And and Steven was so excited during that entire explanation. (laughs) It was like watching a little kid. It was awesome. That was one of my favorite moments I've ever done on this podcast. Chuck, the entire time, is shaking his head. No, no, no. Like, this is going to be the worst thing ever.
0: I'm going to be the uh, disappointment of adulthood.
1: uh, All right. So, Chuck, what do you think about the Toronto Coaster going into the Tomorrowland Speedway in Tomorrowland?
0: I think as of right now, Tomorrowland Speedway does better as a parking lot um, than Tomorrowland Speedway.
1: Wow! Oh, that's harsh. Harsh. Uh, You know what?
0: I, I enjoyed Tomorrowland Speedway, don't get me wrong, when I was seven, but it doesn't hold up I mean it's it's got ridiculously long lines it's notoriously slow loading you go seven miles per hour I mean what what is that crap um my issue though with the Tron coaster is people are gonna have the same argument about the Tron coaster that they had about Avatar yeah but no no one's seen the movie and they haven't released one in like 70 years
2: um (laughs) but they will do they will in the no, back of this. No, they will not. They, they will will back this up to try and promote this exactly the same as they're doing with Avatar.
0: You would have a better <laughs> chance, Sorry. God bless you, a better chance of a Snake the <laughs> Cell Phone game ride <laughs> doing wow. successfully than you would the Tron. It's not going to perpetuate anything additionally. Tron is dead. Let it die. Let, let it just sit there. Let it rot. After Tron 2's, you know, terrible terrible numbers domestically, um, it, it's not gonna be re, revitalized. Disney's I I hope learned its lesson after that Tomorrowland ordeal. Um, well that's the reason why Tron 3 got canned, because
2: Tomorrowland died a death. And well, have of Okay, last but year th- when then we have rumors, arguments. Then we have
0: arguments coming through.
2: You know, so no, it's no, one of these no, things. No, it doesn't that need to is, Every so often, they will reboot this, because computers and real life just go hand in hand. And I think it'd be great to have it in Tomorrowland.
0: You're not grabbing your Nokia cell phone from 2004 (laughs) and rebooting it. Hey, is it going to be better this time? No. No, it's not. It's going to be exactly the same premise. It's always the same. Nothing changes. It, It...
1: it, All right, so then, it has the
0: premise to be a good movie. They just didn't handle it properly, and now you can't go back on it. And we need to stop making remakes. Let's come up with an original idea.
1: Okay, let me just ask you this though: Do you like uh, do you like rock and roller coaster, Chuck? Of course I do. Okay, so why do you like it? It's a it's a thrill ride.
0: It's what the park needs. Okay, and, and, and am I saying that Tron coaster? Wouldn't do well. I think... You know what? Because it would be nothing else. There would be nothing else to do. People would be drawn to it. People like new. And everyone's heard the rave reviews about it in Shanghai. However, I think Tron as a... um, An IP. Is... If we can keep that same ride system. And use a unique idea. Use something that is actually creative. And not just ripped from somewhere else. I, I would... Think that would draw more people in, um, than just recycling ideas.
1: All right, I can I, I light could
0: cycling that. ideas. Tron.
1: but it's it's cheaper. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna cost less. You you already did it once. You just have to redo it again. Um, you know, it will take less time to put it in and all that kind of no, stuff. No, it won't. Why?
0: Because this is Disney.
1: <laughs> yeah, it has nothing to do with the actual construction
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I, everything I, I, to do with the actual construction
1: okay I'll give you that um but think about this uh the flight of the banshee okay over in Pandora everybody everybody seems to love it not Navi River Journey it, it gets it's getting mixed reviews but flight of the banshee everybody if you can get on it and you didn't have a problem with the the system and all that kind of stuff and you weren't too claustrophobic you know, I, I'm hearing. You know, Jeff raved about it. You know, a lot of people are raving about it, and nobody saw Avatar. So I don't. I think we're getting to the point now where I don't know if it matters anymore. I don't know if you can say that nobody saw
2: Avatar was nobody in the no, biggest. You, no, you no.
1: You're, you're well, absolutely right. Yeah,
0: you, uh, nine years ago. Speaking,
1: Right, Com- comparatively speaking, every person on the planet saw Avatar comparatively speaking to Tron because I okay, think four yeah. people saw Tron and Stephen you were one of them and Twice. you know it made 14 cents. But anyway, I digress. The idea that I think if it's just a really cool ride, if it's a really exciting ride, I think that's what's going to ha- what's really going to outweigh everything else. I don't know if people are going to care so much about the IP. If it's a cool ride.
0: So that's why I'm saying thematically do something other than Tron. Keep the ride system. Just do something other than Tron thematically.
1: Okay. I'll give you that. All right. Last rumor. All right. Will any of this matter? Because two days ago from this recording on July 3rd, July 1st. See, there's again July 1st. So it keeps coming coming back to the 1st. And tomorrow's the 4th. Today's the 3rd. Yesterday was the 2nd. Yes, yeah, the 1st. Okay. Now I'm just making sure I'm doing all this right. Uh, Verizon might buy Disney. It's not going to happen. I get it. Apple, you know, a few months ago, going to buy Disney. It seems to keep popping up more and more now. So will any of these rumors matter if somebody comes in and tries to buy Disney and changes the complete model? I I, I don't know, but it, I don't like the idea that everybody, not everybody, but uh, these rumors keep popping up. It's I think they're becoming a little bit more frequent now. And I think Disney, with all its content, is an amazing company to acquire. And I think that if you know somebody does it, that could change everything. Chuck, what do you think?
0: I think that Disney is not going to be acquired by Apple, and is not going to be acquired by Time Warner or Verizon or Yahoo or AOL or AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs>
1: um, you got mail.
0: Yeah. Um, Disney is a juggernaut within multiple industries. The only thing that's really failing right now is ESPN, and that's another topic for another time. But I, I kind of wish they'd go back to talking about
1: sports and not talking about athletes. Yeah, you know? the rumor, rumor has it ESPN was going to go back to that. That's what I heard.
0: Well, I would love ESPN and Sports <laughs> Center to actually talk about sports. You know, highlights. That's why we watched Sports Center, Disney. Not for, you know, Stephen A. Smith to say some belligerent stuff. Um, <laughs> that, that's not why people were watching ESPN. It was for sports. It wasn't for personalities. Not, not,
1: not if you ask Stephen A. Smith. They're, they're well, watching the, the fact Bigelow. of the matter
0: is, Pat, um, that he's wrong. But where was I going with this? God, <laughs> ESPN gets me so frustrated.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, somebody acquiring Disney. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, Disney is such a juggernaut on so many aspects. I mean, they have Pixar, they have the theme parks, they have um, the Disney store, they have ABC, they have all these spokes that come into the ABC, or the Disney hub, as it were. There would be no one that could feasibly take over Disney. One, because of cash flow. Two, because the...
1: uh, Apple has um, the cash flow. Apple can do it.
0: Apple owns so much of Pixar already; they're already on the Disney board. But right. uh, I would but they, say they
1: have enough money. They'd have to find a way to get all their money off out of offshore accounts and, and avoid some of the taxes that they'd have right. to pay. But they are they are one company that has enough money to buy Disney.
0: Okay, but and then you're going to get into issues of you know the Verizon's of the world um, trying to take over another media company. The SEC will not let that happen. It just it would monopolize the industry even more so than it already is. I mean, there's, what, four providers that are nationwide and all throughout the country that are reliable. The SEC would not let a company like Verizon take over Disney because of the implications that um, Disney is in so many different realms. Plus, Disney has that sponsorship with at and I believe, which Verizon would then <laughs> uh, assumedly have to buy out.
1: That is true because when you turn turn on uh, my Disney experience, you see it right there. Right, so Disney would
0: have to or uh, Verizon, excuse me, would have to buy out that contract um, for probably. I mean, mean, the verbiage is probably for immediate and anticipated losses um, of of that revenue stream, and I don't know that Verizon's going to want to give the same way Disney's not want to not going to want to give Comcast their money. Verizon's not going to want to give or uh, AT and T that money. I mean, yes, it may only be a drop in the hat comparatively to what they could theoretically um, expect for revenue stream from if they, a Disney acquisition, but Disney is on its own. It, it, it's a mega company. It's got so many, you know, um, balls in play. It's not going to get bought out anytime within our lifetime. And unless, you know, it, there's another tremendous market crash where they almost got bought out before but that's another well, story
1: yeah. but you know it, but exactly what you said i never thought in my wildest dreams that people would even think about buying disney and we're just hearing the rumors more and more i don't know Stephen, what do you think not knowing enough about verizon and obviously i know it's a big
2: obviously phone company in, in america uh i don't know how big in relation to
0: it's the but, largest phone company the largest one
2: right, okay yep uh, as you say, I mean, the, the AT&T thing, deals run out, you know, it's only a matter of time before the AT&T contract will run out, and they don't have to actually, they could they could probably wait. Uh, have they got enough money to do it? Probably not, you know, it's, you're talking billions, you know, and I would imagine Disney and Verizon are sort of a, a comparable sort of company in relation to money-wise.
0: So, Stephen, you said something interesting that made me think. Um, uh oh, the AT and T contract is going to run out at some point in time. It's not a um, a forever contract. What if the so the original question is why do we keep hearing these rumors? Because people love to talk. Um, hence our show. Uh, what if the rumor may have been based in some fact, but mis-aimed a little bit? Maybe. Verizon would take over that exclusivity of the official uh, cell phone of Disney, cell phone provider at, from AT and T. Possibly, that I could see uh, happening. I, I would say that is immensely more, more likely than.
1: Hey, than r- rumor, rumor, triangle. breaking news, breaking news! Verizon becoming the new provider of cell phone service and Wi-Fi and all that in the Disney parks. You heard it here first, Chuck in the chat, Chuck from, in from the Pat,
0: chat. From Pat Genetti. <laughs>
1: No, but here's the thing: <laughs> we all know the Wi-Fi in the parks is not all that great. The Hi, service in the park. It, that's my point. So maybe if Verizon did actually have the service, then we'd actually have some, you know, some better service in the parks itself, and we could, you know, do some more periscopes and do some more uh, Facebook Lives and things of that nature. All right, gentlemen, these rumors we got to put them to bed, just like myself. So where could everybody find you guys on the interwebs chuck
0: well if you enjoyed what i said you could find me Never. on the twitter machine <laughs> at chuck of the chat however if you did not enjoy what i said i am on the twitter machine at Plain underscore tim
2: steven <laughs> yeah you can get me at sjm disney on twitter and Stephen james maxwell on facebook
1: and you can find me on Twitter at Daily Walt Disney, on Facebook, just look up Pat Cianetti. You can find us all on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. You can find original blog content at TheMickeyDudes.com. And you can get the greatest coffee in the world at joffreys.com and save thousands of dollars on DVC if you go over to DVC Resale Market.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, like I said, if this show comes out before D23. You know what? We got some predictions there. If this show comes out after D23, we may sound like a bunch of idiots, but Steven said that from the beginning, so that's okay. I hope everybody has a good night. Let us know what you think on Twitter. Talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye.